heard someone. Ooh, come on. We are live. We are live. We are here. We are here. We are here. There is a um, cartoon, Horton. Here's a who. And on the cartoon, they are trying to convince. Um, ooh, that's powerful within itself. They are trying to convince. Um, okay, Lord, speak to me this morning. They are trying to convince uh, some people to believe um, the who's are that they are um, there. Um, they can't see them. Ooh. And just because they couldn't see them doesn't mean they didn't exist. Ooh. Come on. Just because they couldn't see them didn't mean that they didn't exist. Ooh, y'all. It's so real, right? So can I say something to you? And I'm starting to get tears in my eyes just because you can't see you. Woo! Don't mean that next level of you does not exist. Like they they were they were there. They were viable. They were a community. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. But just because the people could not see them, um, they were trying to say that they didn't exist. So I want to encourage you. I hear you, Lord. Thank you. Just because you don't see the next level of you don't mean it don't exist. <laughs> Come on. And it don't take but one person to believe. And there was one person, there was Horton. And Horton believed. He had heard and he believed. It didn't take but one person to believe. It didn't take but one person to push. It didn't take but one person to come into agreement. So just because you haven't seen that next you, ooh, Jesus, doesn't mean that next level of you does not exist. Oh, God. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That is why it's so important for you to spend time with the one that created you because only he can fashion this out. My God. Only he can tell you like about your next, Woo, my God. And he may align you with the person, but even that person doesn't know everything. Woo. So you got to have a personal relationship and spend time with the one that created you. That, that's so powerful. Just because you don't see the next level of you doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Woo. God, oh. Holy Spirit dropping prophetic jewels this morning. Come on. Ooh, come on. Can you put that in my your, your own notes and comments? Just because I don't see it don't mean it don't exist. Ooh, don't mean she don't exist. Don't mean he doesn't exist. Don't mean the business don't exist. Don't mean the dream don't exist. Ooh, just because you haven't experienced it, just because you don't know her or him, just because you've never been in circles and places of people to tell you you could be this you could be this great, or you could have this much, or you can, God, oh, that's doing something on the inside of me, just because, Sophia, oh, you ain't never seen this person before, does not mean she do not exist, oh, God, I hope you let that travel through the inside of you, oh, my God. There may be a version to you, a level to you, a positioning you that you've never experienced. 
Come on, can I, can I, this is, this is what I'm called to do. Can I be honest? I know this. Like I'm called to encourage, to build, to exhort. Like I know that's a grace on my life because when I see people, I never see them in the state that they're in. I'm comfortable with the state they're in. I'm okay with the state they're in. I'm not going to judge where they're at, but my hope for them becomes alive in the inside of me because I know most of the time that we are just married to one version of ourselves. And because we are layered in trauma and layered in disappointment and layered in fear and layered in anxiety and been in, and some of us in environments that stifle our growth. But I ain't finna play with y'all this morning. Somebody pulling on me this morning. (laughs) Somebody pulling on me this morning. I ain't finna play with y'all this morning. By God, and sometimes in environments, and can I tell y'all something? Even sometimes in environments that look successful, but still will limit your growth and potential. Sometimes in see, it it is hard. It's 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 good to have benchmarks, but it's not because sometimes sometimes we will have a benchmark for success. And or a benchmark for where we're supposed to go. And we have that as a marker for us. And God is like, my story that I writ wrote for you is not their story. Woo! So it's okay for them to inspire you. It's okay for them to encourage you. It's okay for them um, to be um, an inspiration or ask for, but don't determine how successful I want you or don't, don't comparison is a dangerous thing. I'm going to (laughs) pray. Someone's pulling on me this morning. My God, comparison is such a dangerous thing. My God. And it could be, I don't never want to be. It's God's standard for you. It's the way he created you. It's the gifts that he deposited into you that he can only determine how much you're supposed to expand, how much you're supposed to grow, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to be tapped into and tied into. Oh, Come on, Lord. Push this thing on out of me this morning. Holy Spirit, open our eyes up Ooh, to see. My God, like Elijah prayed when Gazai was overwhelmed uh, by an army that he thought was greater than what he and Elijah had protecting them. Open their eyes to see. Come on, I'm getting excited. Open their eyes to see. My God, that what you have for them is greater then their circumstances or their situations open their eyes to to see uh, or to hear, open their ears to hear. Some of them have been listening to the sound of fear. Some of them have been listening to the sound of anxiety. Some of them have been listening to the sound of worry. Open their ears to hear. Oh, my God. Your thoughts are higher. Your ways are higher. Your advancement for the kingdom is unknown yet. We only see part of this thing. 
Give us revelation, knowledge. Give us strength. Gird us with truth. Help us to stop living from a limited perspective. Woo! Fear has paralyzed us. Anxiety has had us create narratives and stories that don't even exist yet. Woo! My God, anxiety, my God, trouble what troubles us this morning. Trouble what has caused us to overthink. Trouble what has caused us to be overwhelmed. Some of us are so inward. Oh, my God, that we are not tapping into the power and to the source that created us, Lord God. When we are thirsty, let us come get a drink from you. Not from Facebook, not from Instagram, not from friends, not from friends. You are the only one. Woo! When, when you met the woman at the well, you was waiting on her. <laughs> I'll tell you something. God is, Jesus is waiting on you to have an encounter with him. Woo! That will fill you up at such a capacity that you will understand that he is real and that it will change your story. It will change the narrative of your story. You know, the woman at the well is my chick. Her and the woman with the issue of the blood is a chick. Jesus is waiting. There's a divine moment. I'm gonna say it just like I hear it in the spirit. There is a divine moment waiting on you. Woo! My God, where Jesus is waiting on you. A place that he is trying to draw you through. A place that will call you out of the labels Come on, Holy Spirit, a place that will call you from the past, a place that was designed to rewrite your story so that you can go into the next level of you, so that you can go into the next season of you, so that you can become. Woo! I mean, just, just draw this morning, just draw from it this morning. So there's a divine moment with Jesus that is waiting on you. Woo! And can I tell you something? This happens in successions and this happens in seasons. So stop thinking you've encountered him at every level. Woo! That's part of our problem. We have one move. We have one shake. We have one transformation and we determine we good. And he's like, no, I'm at another well waiting on you. Woo! I'm at another place waiting on you. When, when Abraham, Y'all, just rock with me for a second this morning. I hear you, Lord. I know that this is a prophetic quote. When God said to Abraham, he says, look, ooh, come on. Y'all have, have to move fast with these scriptures. When God said to Abraham, he says, look, that's what he says. He says, look, that's what he says. He says, look, he says, get up. Ooh. He said, get up. He said, get up. He said, don't take, don't, can I just tell you? I'm just going to break it down. I'm breaking this to like a little hip hop version so you can get it. You can go back and read it. I want you to go back and read it. He says, get up and don't take nobody with you. <laughs> can I tell you what that spoke to me, Angela? He says, get up and don't take familiarity with you. <laughs> take your wife. Take the necessity. Only take what's necessary. <laughs> he said, get up. That's what he told me. He says, get up. He said, and then I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the other places you're supposed to be. I'm going to I'm going to take you every time Abraham got to a place where he encountered God. Come on, y'all. He built an altar. So that's what tells me. I know that this is a grow. This is a growing season. We are in a growing season. We are in a season marked by his glory. But there's another level of growth that is going to occur for you in this season. And you can't fashion out that you have grown enough. <laughs> 
because the thing that it's going to occur is going to occur as you are going. It's going to occur as you are going. It's going to occur as you are taking territory. Something else is going to open up to you that you're going to discover about you. There are layers to you. Yesterday, I was, uh, I didn't even realize it. I was looking for some validation. I'm just going to be honest. And I had did something and the Lord checked me real quick. He said, hey, he said, uh, that, that person can't validate you. <laughs> and I said, Ooh. I didn't even realize what I had sent. I was sending for validation. He said, that person can't validate you. You need some validation this morning. Come get it from me. Woo! Yes, sir. Thank you for showing me this. I needed to see this. So I began to meditate on the word and speak validation to myself. Everything I needed in that moment was in the one that created me and no one else. And no one else. And no, no one else. So the scripture says, (laughs) come on, come on. I'm going to help you this morning. My God. Because when we are conditioned, come on, we still going to be in 2 Timothy 1 and 7. I ain't through with that yet. Uh, When we are conditioned, my God, come on, my God, oh, my God. When we are conditioned by fear, (laughs) uh, when we are conditioned by fear, I'm finding this scripture. I don't even want to rush ahead of it. Come on, Lord. (laughs) When we are conditioned by fear, come on, come on. There we go. Here it goes. (laughs) It's John 7 and 37. Um, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Come on, come on. My God, my God. Isaiah Isaiah 55, he said, you must see that you have forsaken me in your quest for something to satisfy your thirst. Isaiah 55, you must see that you have forsaken me in your quest for something to satisfy your thirst. (laughs) Jesus told the woman at the well, he said, he says, look. Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. (laughs) But whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never be thirsty again. That water I will give him will become a spring of water welling up in eternal life. Another way he said, he says, come unto me. (laughs) Come on, y'all. Come unto me. Come on. See, Timothy had to be in a heavy season. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Just rock with me. He says, Matthew 11, 28, 29. He says, come on. <laughs> you can't be afraid of this in this season. You can't, you can't be afraid to empty yourself out before him so that he can pour back in you, so that he can deal with the fear, the anxiety, and the worry that you have been experiencing in this new season. <laughs> this is like, this is in the new season that you experience in this. <laughs> you done came out of the old season but in the new season of favor, in the new season, so Matthew 11, 28, 29, he says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
He said, take my yoke upon me and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. And can I tell you something? At the space, come on, I'm going to tell you how he showed it to me this morning. At the space that the fear has come in, or the anxiety has come in, or the worry has come in, then there is no grace. Ah! And this is the place where you need to pause and get the rest. The rest is going to bring, remember we Psalms 23, this already a few months ago, the rest is going to bring clarity. The rest is going to bring wisdom. The rest is going to be bring knowledge. The rest is going to be it. But because we are in a society that has never properly taught us to rest when we are weary, burdened, anxious, fearful, woo, we don't tap into that to get what we need so that we can receive the grace. When Paul was crying out to the Lord, take this thing away from me, God inserted himself and said, Paul, I got enough grace to have you walk in the season that you're in, walk in ministry and supply, even if that thing do not move. But a lot of times we are fearful for rest because we think rest doesn't mean we're moving. But in actuality, rest, my God, brings forth the restoration, the clarity, and the wisdom we need so that we don't make bad decisions or the wrong move. Fear is an indicator that something is going on around you that you need to pay attention to. My God. But what I cannot afford to do is allow the fear to shut me down. What I cannot afford to do is not allow the fear to make me anxious. So I do need to pause and pay attention to the fear. Y'all let me do it. I do need to pause and pay attention to the fear. I can't ignore it. I can't ignore it. I need to pause and pay attention to the fear, but I need to realize that the fear is a false evidence of something appearing real. So when we see this dynamic exchange between Paul and Timothy, and one of the things that I pray for you guys this morning is that there be no familiar spirits. And here's what I mean. Things that come to you, like things that come to you that are familiar with you that will play on your fear. Little voices of doubt, little voices of insecurity, uh, thought processes. I was praying for your mind to be girded with truth this morning because those familiar things will try to attach to you. Timothy was already doing the work of the Lord and his shy personality and uneasiness about his responsibility was trying to derail where God had already prepared him to go. God had said this thing was going to be successful. He didn't say it was going to be perfect. He didn't say it was going to be without trials. He didn't say it was going to come without persecution. Jesus had already told us that if we pick up our cross, if we bear the weight, if we go on the journey, if we become the good disciples, if we call to the places, if, if Jesus had already told us, if you pick up your cross, <laughs> and I already said this, even before the time of Timothy, if you pick up your cross and you follow me, it's going to be heavy. It's going to be weighty. I'm telling you. But I'm going to give you rest. (laughs) 
Lakeisha, who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Woo! And it don't look like if it's a thousand, it don't care, matter if it's a thousand, it don't matter if it's ten. They're going to fall to the left and to the right of me because the plan that God has for me is for me to succeed and for me to be successful. And you got to get an image of that on the inside of you. You have been bearing the wrong image on the inside of you. You have been looking at what won't work instead of looking who is. <laughs> you have been looking at what won't work instead of looking at who is working for you. <laughs> You got to start beating your chest. <laughs> See, that's why when I be telling y'all stuff like Nook, if you book and uh, I, no, you got to start beating your chest and reminding the enemy and the voices and the people and the anxiety and the fear and the lack and the doubt and the drama and the trauma and the mistrust. You got to start beating your chest. If God be for me, <laughs> Who can be against me? <laughs> if God called me, I don't care what I don't care what they saying. I don't care how much doubt doubt they have. I don't care who supports you. I don't care who signs off on this. You gotta. If God, if God be for me, <laughs> if if God if God is for this. If God is for LMJ Ministries, come on, y'all. If God is for the teaching assignment, if God is for the medical equipment, if God is for the nursing home, if God is for the business, if God, if God be for me, if God is for the marriage. See, y'all play too much. Who, who, who can be against me? Who, who can be against this? You've been equipped for this. You've been a graced for this. It's just time for you to come get your thirsty self filled in the right place. You've been called to this. Every sign, every symbol have said to you, this is it. This is where I want you. This is where I have you. This is the place I'm bringing you to. If God be for me, if God wrote the books, if God called me to the assignment, my God, nothing gets to come against this. <laughs> nothing gets to come against There's a pivotal moment. I get so much I have to share. There is a pivotal moment between Elijah and God. Elijah has seen the evidence of God being with him. All the false prophets were burned up and taken out. And I don't know if Elijah was tired. I don't know what it was. But a report came to Jezebel what God had done through Elijah. Jezebel sends a word. This is in Kings. Jezebel sends a word. I swear, I'm just paraphrasing. I swear I'm going to kill you. For some reason, I don't know if he was tired and I must think, I think Elijah was tired because the next set of series of what you see God does when he's by the brook, God lets him feed him sleeps. But the next thing that happens is Elijah is fearful because 
One, he thinks he's in this thing by himself, and he ain't. Two, he has forgotten that the position that he is in was given to him by God, for God, for the glory of God. And I'm a firm believer. God don't make no mistakes. So here Elijah is in this pivotal moment that he is running, instead of him running to what God called him to do, um, uh, he is running from what God called him to do because Jezebel has threatened his life. That level of fear, if you are not anchored, will make you question everything that God had called you to do. But that is not from God. Woo! So he and God have this pivotal moment. Elijah and God have this pivotal moment. They're in this pivotal moment. God feeds him. Let's get rest. Then Elijah takes off on a 40-day journey that he's not even supposed to be on. But because fear has laced his thinking, he goes and he's hiding from Jezebel because she has threatened his life and his position. Somewhere in his weariness, he forgot about God. Somewhere in his weariness, he forgot about the power. Somewhere in his weariness, he forgot about love, God's love for him. So he comes into this divine moment with God. And God says, what, what, what are you doing here? What, what, what are you hiding? What are you hiding for? Like, what are you doing here? What are you hiding for? <laughs> what do you, what do you, what, 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 what happened? You think I done already showed my hand in this thing. I done already showed that I am with you. Elijah, Elijah, your work is not done yet. Your predecessor is not, your successor is, the person that's supposed to come after you is not even in place yet. You cannot lay down and die. You cannot keep hiding. <laughs> you cannot let her threats keep you from doing what he got to do. God just simply says, now Elijah. <laughs> Paul told it to Timothy. Hey, God is not giving you a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of sound. <laughs> this cowarding, this shrinking back, this way you're conducting yourself because the threat, the threat, I'm so sick of people saying the devil is real. And so what? When your victory in Christ Jesus is out, you more worried about what people gonna think or what people gonna say or how people gonna take you. Woo! That you're not making the moves that God has called you to move. And then because acceleration is on this thing, can I say it while I see it in the spirit? Because God is moving this thing so fast. My God, you, I don't want the devil set me. This is not a setup by the enemy. He ain't got that much kind of authority. You living in your past. God wants you in your now. So he says to Elijah, after Elijah does all this, guess what he does to Elijah? He says, good, I got three more things for you to do go anoint this king <laughs> go anoint this king and then you need to go 
anoint Elisha, the person that's coming after you. Like you still got more work to do. You have laid down and died at the point of the threat that something could go wrong. Ooh, I'm going to go. You have, your trauma done tricked you. Your trauma done tricked you. You done laid down at the threat of something going wrong. You done stop writing the book. You done stop calling the people. You done laid down at the threat of something going wrong. You done watch somebody else success and it didn't work. For, well, it worked for them. It don't matter. You done watch another relationship fail. Can I say it? Yeah, thank you. And you've determined this one isn't for you. But it's right for you in the right time. Come on, y'all. You didn't de you didn't determine what it's supposed to look like. Because <laughs> your trauma done tricked you. Because <laughs> your past is trying to fail you. And here God is sitting in your face saying to you, that ain't me. <laughs> I still got more work for you to do. There is something else for you outside of what you are seeing. He didn't allow Elijah to give him excuses of why he couldn't continue. He simply said, hey, I got some more stuff for you to do. So you will go into a trail. Elijah was gone for 40 days. You'll go into a trail or something. That ain't even for you. That's it. Father God, thank you that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Help us to find the sound mind today and come get the rest. Where we are anxious, where we are fearful, where we are worried, stir up the truth in us. You just need rest. <laughs> in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all, I, I don't know about you, but this thing getting thick. I don't, I don't know about you, but I ain't about to be the same. Woo! And rest ain't a sign you weak, boo-boo. <laughs> Baby, rest ain't a sign you weak. Rest ain't a sign you off the path. That ain't what your, your weariness you feeling. It's just you need to get filled up. Woo. Lord, let me become drunk in your love. Woo. Listen, two things. If the Lord places on your heart to give, come partner with us. Go over to the website, lmjministries.org. You can give there. You can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. So into this. Give into this. Lord, I thank you um, for blessing the giving of your people. Um, two, go get registered for Pillar Talk. See, I can't tell you, I, I want, I'm not giving it to you yet until, until you register. If you register, I'll tell you what Pillow Talk is going to be about. I gave the people that'll be on site yesterday the thing for Pillow Talk. I'm not releasing it yet. You're going to have to faith for this this season. You have to go get registered for Pillow Talk to know that you're going to get exactly what you need at Pillow Talk. But I'm telling you, can I say this? It's going to be a new beginning. <laughs> it's going to be a new beginning. <laughs> Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. If you don't know Jesus, start there. It's a personal moment. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior asking you to come into my life. If you have some questions, send us an email, info 
at justbeinglmj.com. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. My God. My God. And you can even go take the 48. You can go get the 48-hour coupon. I ain't even killed it yet. Just going to give me, but it's still up there. You can go take the 48-hour coupon. <laughs> Look at my team going. That ain't what you were supposed to be doing. Oh, man. You can even go take the 48-hour coupon and go use it and get 20% off and register for Pill Talk. But you need to be there. I'll see y'all back in the morning. 6 a.m. God is working something out in our heart. Ooh, but you better come get this rest. The fear is a sign you need some rest. Come get this rest so God can do exactly what <laughs> just like it's okay. Come do exactly what he's supposed to do. You. And I'll see y'all in the morning. Ooh, love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.